There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. This is the Tigers Radio Network. From the press box, high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Hardy Stadium, providing you exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers, back to call the second half of tonight's game, here's Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco. Harvey Stadium. Just about set to go for the start of the second half here. A brilliant, almost brilliant first half for the Marble Newtown Tigers as they were up by 10 for most of that half and in control, Greg, except for that one little blip at the end where Springfield basically had their only productive drive of that first half resulting in a touchdown. Many, many, many more positives in this game. Well, yeah, it was a very good start to the game for the Tigers. Scoring in the first quarter with a touchdown to Kevin Johnson on the run, the fake handoff, and then Adam Fender with the field goal in the second quarter. Springfield got on the board late in the second half, or second quarter, excuse me, was able to make it a 10-7 game. Well, now things are going to change a little bit, and I just don't mean with the possession to start this uh, third quarter. But also that rain that was predicted was supposed to cause so many problems up and down the East Coast this weekend has finally come. It's it's a light, misty rain, but it is steady enough to bring out a lot of umbrellas, big umbrellas here in the crowd on both sides. Now, I was just uh, remarking to you during the break that you know if this were a grass field, things could change drastically, and this may stay a 10-7 game, but we, with the uh, synthetic surface here, sort of levels the playing field for both teams, and... Uh, they just have to maybe watch their step be a little bit more deliberate yeah. and focused. It'll definitely be a little slippery with, with the, I guess you could call it plastic grass, uh, synthetic grass. Plast- plastic grass. Plastic grass is the non-technical term, and it'll definitely be a little bit more slippery when this half starts. Well, uh, just before the start of the second half, we'll take a quick break and then be back with the call. Marple Newtown leading 10-7 to here. This is the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. You're listening to Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco on the Tigers Radio Network, bringing you exclusive coverage of Marple Newtown football only on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Brought to you exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. On your feet, 
And we are just about ready to go here for the third quarter at Harvey Stadium. It is a light but persistent misty rain here falling through the lights and giving an odd illumination to the proceedings here. Marple Newtown again leading 10-7 to 7 here as we enter the third quarter. And uh, As Crazy Train blares <laughs> in the background because that's what Marple Newtown defense and offense really were in that first half. Slow and steady. Rolling, eating up time, and gaining positive yardage at every turn. And let's see if Marple Newtown can continue that, of course, with Marple Newtown having gotten the ball to start the game. Adam Fender will kick off and Steve to the Cougars. Jones, a replacement out there for Craig as one of the return men. Both men, as usual, back at the five-yard line. Yeah, maybe a little fumble here would be big for one of the Let's see what kind of a kick Fender uh, can produce here. As we are underway, it is a high spiraling kick coming down to the 10 to Joe Davini across the 20, 25, 30. Still on his feet at the 35 and just tripped up. Well, nice Shy tackle the 40. on the far side of the field by Ron Alf, number three, for Marple Newtown. He was uh, about the second to last line of defense there as it looked like Davini had a couple of holes through which he shot and had a clear shot for Warren for Alf down that left sideline. So the Springfield Cougars with an encouraging news to start the second half. Let's see if the Marple Newtown defense can't just shunt that off. First and 10 for the Cougars at their own 36. Ruteki in a shotgun formation again. Fakes a handoff. It's a keeper. Tries to go up the left hash marks, turned, trying to for the 40-yard line, but he only gets maybe one or two on that. Looks like Dan Giordano in there on the tackle, number 10 for the Tigers. Him and Tevin Gilbert, number 76, was there as well to kind of finish that one off. Good to see Giordano actually involved in the play now, as he was uh, leading from the sidelines to start off this game. But again, another encouraging sign. Every every time he's out there and able to contribute. Uh, second down and seven from the 39 now. One wide receiver to the left, two to the right. Shotgun formation, Ruteki. It's a pitch to Jones, and he really goes nowhere. Uh, Steve He's Reynolds and Tevin Gilbert there to make the stop on a little flip play underneath. Kind of interesting to the wild to develop and gave Gilbert and Reynolds a lot of time to get well, in there and as, make that as, stop. As our president says, fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> fool me twice, you won't get fooled again. Yeah. And uh, Marple Newtown's defense was not there. They read that play perfectly and dropped Jones for a loss now. It is just shy of the 40-yard line, third down and six for Springfield. Jones again, the lone man in the backfield for Ritecki in the shotgun formation. Calls the ball. It's a low snap. He fumbles it, but he goes back to pick it up around the 30. He's scrambling out to the right. Throws it up. Incomplete. Incomplete. It looked like number 25, Josh Cavanaugh was going to come down with that, but, but actually, he just went right uh, through him. Carl Kosarski there on the stop, able to deflect the ball out of the hands of the receiver. Good defense that time. Sometimes it doesn't take much. You don't have to have contact. You don't have to have a swat in there. Especially when it's slippery. It's just a little tip. It's going to alter the trajectory of the ball and throw off the, uh, the receiver's eye-hand coordination there. Especially when it's wet out like it is becoming right now. Fourth down for Springfield. They will punt. As we have Ron Alf and Graziano back. Oh, Stevens almost had an arm in there. As the punt is away. 
Graziano fields it at the 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. Midfield, still on his feet. Number 24 for the Cougars. Followed Shaher with the stop, but and we there have is a flag down. Yeah, usually in, in a spot that indicates it's a, uh, a block, block in the back or back, a hold. Something, something that's not good from Harple Newtown there, negating an excellent run by Graziano. We have 10-10 remaining here in this third quarter. Marple Newtown held Springfield on their first down of the second half. They have the ball now. We'll see where the spot of the foul is after the call. And this is not going to be a very nice call as far as the Marple Newtown Tigers are concerned because they're going to lose a lot of yardage. Nope. First and 10 now from the 15, so after all that. Well, I guess that's, 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 that's 30, 35 yards down the drain right there. But it's not helpful, but there's something to be said about Graziano's effort right now. Right. Uh, it's Marple Newtown has moved the ball so well throughout the game. It's just going to eat up maybe a little bit more of the clock as there is a play-action handoff to Graziano. He gets up across the 15. And number 8, Jamal Anaka Himon with the stop for the Cougars. A little, little wrinkle of a name there. Oh, he's the 6'4", 220-pound behemoth. Tight end on offense, but defensive lineman. And a very noticeable one, although that's the first time we've heard his name all game. Yeah, he's probably, uh, just a, as far as, I guess, a fatigue or an energy substitution. He's going to try and give some guys some rest. Gain of one. Second down and nine from the 16-yard line. Von Alf split wide to the left. Only wide receiver back there. Hand off to Diaguardi. Looked like he had something going there, but he is met and brought down just shy of the 20. And it looked like number 44 and number 51, Eric Gremmen and Patrick Leon over there on that far side of the field on the stop. Still all positive gains, and that's all positive. And as long as that clock keeps ticking away and Marple Newtown has more points on the board, it's hard to argue with what's going on. It's an advantage. As we see, the rain is still coming down lightly, but in sheets moving the rain rain moving from our right to our left <laughs> Marple Newtown also moving from our right to our left so maybe you have a little bit of wind aided push here on this drive Johnson under center rolls out to the left he's got a man downfield but he decides to tuck it in across the 20 he's dragged down by number 44 looks there number 44 Patrick Leon on the stop for the Cougars but a good job by Kevin Johnson lower that shoulder and fall forward and get extra he's, yardage he's finally he's got that he's got that uh, his motion's down he knows exactly when to tuck it in and to go forward so picked up a couple there so Looks we're like facing a third down fourth and down and two and Billy Weaverling fourth down pardon me is going to punt it away here in this ring so we'll see how Weaverling is going to handle that slick ball they had a problem last week with a snap in dry weather had a great punt the first time around in this contest. Snap gets off without any problems. Weatherling gets his boot in there. It is a wobbler coming across the 50. Fair catch. Signaled for, but it bounces right off the man's chest down at the 45-yard line, but he alertly grabs it just yep. before four tacklers converge on him. And number 55, Steve DiMaria, able to fall on the return man. That was close, and that's something you want to do. Well, that'll, that's if, you, if, you can, if you can't trip it along the field to try to get a lucky bounce and a, and a muff, get it high, get your your coverage under it, 
Never know. It could just hit off, hit off a, a, a leg pad, hit off a thigh pad, a shoulder pad, a chest blocker. Anything happens after that. And Springfield did dodge a bullet, but they do have the ball at their own 45-yard line, 7.53 to go here in this third quarter. Shotgun formation again, handoff. To number this 44. Time. Ah, so Jones once again not involved in that play. The first time it's happened in a while. Patrick Lehan. Steve Reynolds for the Tigers on the stop number 51. But looks like it's a gain of about six and a half on first down. So we've got second and a long three. Just across midfield into Marple Newtown territory. A hair shy of the 49. Three wide receivers, two to the left, one to the right. Jones now in the backfield next to Ritecki. It's a fake handoff. Ritecki tried to get there, but he is stopped for a loss. And something went awry there at uh, Marple Newtown's defense. Number 72, Christian Whiteside getting the push and making a nice stop. Marple Newtown's defense all over that from the get-go. Maybe it would have been smarter for Ritecki just to take it off uh, tackle on the left side there instead of trying for the handoff. Loss of a yard on the play, so third down and a little more than six back on Springfield's side of midfield. Ritecki in the drop. Has a man downfield. Almost picked off, but it's complete. Out there on the left side, the number 28, Matt Craig. He rumbles across the 40 down to the 35. 30 and finally taken out of bounds. Ryan White knocks him out of bounds on that one, and that was so close to being tipped or maybe intercepted. Excellent anticipation. And it was also very close to a sack in the backfield that time. But that's the thing. Split second here or there makes a difference in a ball game. And Kevin Lopez, if he got his hands on that with any certainty, he was gone because there was nothing but open field in front of him on that right side coming backwards. But instead it is a first down for Springfield. Gain of... 31 on that play. It's first and 10 at the 29 of Marple Newtown now. Springfield once again moving the ball well. Shotgun formation. Ritecki gets out of the again, and it is a monster hit. The pass was complete to Matt Craig at the 30-yard line, but he was Carl met with Kosarski. ill humor. Carl Kosarski Best hit of the year. Hit. Best hit of the year for the youngster. That's the things you want to see. If there's going to be a gain... There's going to be some punishment at the end. (laughs) And for any Nittany Lions fans out there, I know Pete Massar, the former Tiger. The Lions are tied with Illinois in the first quarter, 7-7. I'll tell you, Greg, Wiley Ritecki, it's a good thing he's in the shotgun formation because if he was uh, just a under center or maybe a three-step drop behind, he would have been sacked. But it gave him the extra five yards behind the line to, to ferret his way out of that. As it is, second down. And that one was. Pass yeah. is complete. Diving for a short catch. gain by Davini again. That was a good catch. We, we had trouble seeing that one with the players along the sideline. but And it's also Davini. That's the third time now he's been out there on the uh, underneath and has slipped. I don't know if they have a change of cleats, but uh, it might be in order for the youngster. Yeah. It's a, uh, in any case, small gain there. It looks like it was a, only a pickup of two. Third down and eight for Springfield at Marple Newtown's 27-yard line. Ritecki under center, back to throw. It's a wobbler. And falls. It might have been tipped again by Lopez somewhere along the line. 
Or it might have slipped out of Rotecki's hand, but in, game, well, in any case, incomplete. They're getting the pressure on Rotecki and forcing him to throw off of his back foot, and a lot of those passes have been lobs over top. And eventually that could be a pick. You throw that punt-like pass as a Brett Favre end-of-game heave that he preys on, similar to that. And it does, uh, in addition to affecting your throwing mechanics, it does affect your depth perception if you throw off that back foot. So maybe that had something to do with it as the dump-off was wide and high that time. So the kicker. Nope, nope, fourth down. They're going to go for it. Fourth and eight from the 27. Drops back the pass. This time... Great defense by Ryan White. I believe that was Davini again, who was... Yes, it was. Set up, set to the left side that time. Yeah. Ryan Did White. a good job of getting right in front of the ball, but slipped again, and that just messed up his, his ability to bring the ball into his yeah. chest. Ryan White with a nice defensive play there. He is really coming along for a young player who's only a sophomore at the defensive back position. He's got a lot of talent. Excellent position there. He, got, he probably got a hand in there, a legal hand. But any time in this game, when you, doesn't, you don't have to be draped over a guy. You don't have to give him a step or two. But as long as he feels your presence, you can make something good out of it. And there, Harple Newtown does. So they take over on downs at the 27. Handoff this time to the left side to Garaziano. Gets up across the 30, just shy of the 35 now. Another big chunk of yardage taken up. More importantly, the clock keeps ticking. It is 4.32 remaining here in this third quarter. Marple Newtown clinging to a 10-7 lead, but they have the ball, and they have been in control virtually the whole night when they have had the ball. Gain of about 7.5, so nice second, to get a down, score on this drive. second down and a long two for the Tigers. This time Duffy in the backfield. Fakes the handoff to Diaguardi. Graziano. Goes to Graziano again. Looks like number 57 on the stop. That would be Kahaz Spoonheimer well, for the Cougars. And with a good spot, he maybe picked up a yard on that, so it will be third down and a long one now from the 36. So... So let's they see. Maybe again, maybe again, he just bulldozed up the middle as they've they've been successful twice already on third down plays. Well, they got three backs back there. Johnson under center, handoff to Graziano this time. He's stuffed at the 35. Goes on top of the pile this time. Pushes forward with his head and his neck and his upper body. We'll see if he got that ball out in front far enough before he was taken down. Well, it looked like number 44, Patrick Leon, was able to swing through on that uh, pile. And it's going to be about a foot away, maybe less. And they might measure here from Arpel Newtown. And the ball is just shy from our perspective of the 37-yard line. And they will get the measurement. All right. Just looking from, from the vantage point from here across the field, he probably didn't make it because that flag is in between the 37 and 38-yard line. It's almost dead even in between the yard markers. It's, so it's, if, if, it's he, if he, I mean, if he missed it, it's maybe by again uh, the nose. Yeah. Well, the the offensive line that time did what you normally do on a, on a one yard run. They just get down, get low, and make the guy and have the running back or the quarterback either push his way through underneath or hit, he gets low as well and goes slides underneath your legs. That's what Graziano does excel at. If he doesn't have a big enough hole to turn on the Jets. 
2.57 remaining here in this third quarter. So we shall see here. What will the call be as they stretch out the chains? No, Springfield defender here. Looks like it's this big, about the, the size of a foot-long hoagie. It's amazing how when they move them that close, the distance gets a little wider. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's always dubious when the, the defense decides to make the call instead of the official. But yes, it is short. Fourth down and, oh, half a yard or so. Very close. Again. Again, that's just a, a testament to the line and to Graziano's just willpower. You know, sometimes it's a, it's a game of feet and inches. And here they are. You put in the confidence on their defensive side of the football, and they're going to punt it away here and, and let their defense take care of business again. And possibly a little bit too far back to risk a fourth down play here, even though Marble Newtown's defense is absolutely capable of coming up with a stop. So Weaverling on to punt. It's a low snap, but he gets it off. It's a wobbling kick. High arc. Bounces at the 35. Across the 30. Across the 25. Still rolling. And it will finally come to a dead stop at the 17-yard line. So Billy Weaverling has another secret weapon in there. As I don't know whether it's the mist and the rain or just the way the ball is being punted, but he's getting an extra 10, 15 yards yeah. every punt. It's only benefiting the Marple Newtown defense because they know they have Springfield pinned deep in their own territory to oh, begin. That was a very long punt, a 40-plus yard punt. And so. sometimes it doesn't it doesn't have to be pretty. No. I mean, the, ro <laughs> the spin of the rotation effective. really wasn't, but he got it off cleanly. And if you can get an extra at least 10 yards on the bounce, you're in good shape. They will spot the ball at the 17-yard line first and 10 for the Cougars. Protecting a shotgun formation. Option pitch to the outside to Jones. Gets across the 15. And Giordano there on the stop. Slides at the 20, though. So a pickup of a couple. Wasn't And uh, another smart play by the defense. It seems to be the book on Jones is wrap his legs up. You don't even you don't even need a, a gang tackle. You just yeah. need one guy around his legs because that's where he gets his his power. Yeah, it was a nice stop by Dan Giordano. He did a nice job of just putting a hand on there and seeing what he could get. He knew he was kind of out of position to make the stop. Well, with the trip, they give him three yards, second and seven, just shy of the 21-yard line now. Two wide receivers to the left. It's a fake handoff for Tech. He takes it up across the 25, across the 30. Fumble the football, even though he had the first down easily. It's still bouncing around on the turf. Springfield, though, Ron Alf with a lucky bounce comes up with it. Uh, excuse me, Duffy. Ryan Duffy forcing the fumble on that one in a pile. There was a few guys in there, Ryan Duffy and and uh, White and Ron Alf all in there that time. It looked like Ritecki, though, went down first. The ball came out where it looked like Ritecki well, was on the ground. I think and then it squirted loose once again. I think what happened was he, his knee was buckling, but he wasn't down yet because he was trying to force his way forward. Right, because he had the hand out, as happens sometimes. Have to protect that ball better, but another fortuitous bounce actually forward. Picks up an extra couple yards, so it is first and 10 at the 33. That's another keeper by Rotecki. Handoff 
off the right side now. And number 72, Christian Whiteside, and number 68, Kevin Striggle on the stop for Marble Newtown. But he gets two yards on that, so it look like they will face a second and eight. Well, good pressure initially there by Steve Reynolds to kind of force Ritecki to, to stop and think about the run a little bit, and that gave Striggle and the other guys a chance to get over there. Seconds ticking away here, 45 to go in the third quarter. Second down and seven indeed. Ritecki this time fakes it, but the handoff goes to Patrick Lehan again. And if it wasn't for that... Dana Giordano just holding on for dear life. Exactly. <laughs> it's wonderful when we're in sync sometimes, but oh. that's really what that play was. It was. It's funny because I think with the slick field, it actually helps when you grab a jersey because you can slide with it and get more of a grip on the runner, whereas if it wasn't, you, you the, the friction would create... You'd, you'd break away. Yeah, right. And that is very in-depth right there. But it is a first down, so Springfield once again threatening there close to midfield at the 45 this time. Handoff fake to Jones, roll out to the left. Had a man again at the Marple Newtown 40-yard line, but it's just a little high and wide. Out of the hands of Davini that time, and Ryan White was on there on the coverage as well. Yep. He's 5'7", 155, so... Uh, not the, can't really uh, blame him for that if he can't leap very high. <laughs> He's not the Terrell Owens nope. height. He's also not the Terrell Owens because uh, Mr. Davini has no fear of going over the middle <laughs> or in, in the slot or underneath so and far in this game. It's just he's, that he's not up. He's unfortunately or... slipped a couple times. Yeah. So we have a second and ten with 15 seconds remaining in the quarter. <laughs> Executive producer Jim Allsman, he's fired up as he see Marple Newtown with a lead. Once again, Ritecki tries to sell the fake handoff, but it's, it is to Lehan this time. Tries to go way around the left side. Looks like Ryan White on the initial stop for the Tigers, and then a bunch of other Tigers pile on at the end there as this quarter ends. He does get up across the 50 to the 48, so another encroachment into Marple Newtown territory. Looks like they'll come up on a third down and three as we come to the end of the third quarter. With the score, Marple Newtown Tigers 10, Springfield 7. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. <laughs> 